0: The deep state is trying to erase from our collective memories the incredible heritage that we have as Americans, the godly heritage that we have as Americans. But God fearing American patriots are fighting back. You can too. Stay tuned and I'll tell you more. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Deep State. I'm Alex Newman. Thank you so much for tuning in. I actually just got back from an incredible event in Virginia Beach. Uh, I was speaking at the First Landing 1607 Project. Uh, Hundreds of God-fearing Americans came together to rededicate America to God based on the covenant that was first formed by the first English settlers who who arrived here actually 416 years ago. Uh, When they landed, the first thing they did was put up this big, huge cross and then they were led in a prayer by the Reverend Robert Hunt, who invoked a covenant with God and with his fellow uh, travelers and settlers. Um, so this was a, an extraordinary thing. I'll get back to the prayer in a moment. Um one of the things that really struck me as incredible uh, is that uh, they, they were talking about a poll there that showed that less than 1% of Americans, less than one out of 100 of our countrymen knew anything about this history, about this uh, incredible landing at Cape Henry. How, how can Americans not know this? Right? I mean, we, we all know now the 1619 uh, fake history project by the, the dishonest uh, New York Times and that fake journalist, I forget her name now, Nicole, whatever it is. Um, but uh, everybody knows that. They're teaching it to our children in thousands of government indoctrination centers across the country. And yet the very first landing of English settlers here, nobody knows anything about it. Uh, truly amazing. So th- this event that we had was just, it was unbelievable, guys. Uh, incredible people came. Uh, Glenn Beck was there. Uh, Michelle Bachman was there. Uh, Dr. John Diamond. Uh, we've had a lot of these people uh, on the show. Historian uh, William Federer, one of America's greatest historians, in my opinion, today. Uh, we had uh, Father James Altman, uh, the uh COVID superstar who kept his church open even when uh, everybody else was shutting down theirs. Uh, We had uh, Donica Hudson, uh, incredible patriot, God-fearing woman. We had uh, America's Black Robe Regiment founder, Reverend Bill Cook, who's uh, rebuilding America's Black Robe Regiment. Um, And and many more people. Actually, the governor of Virginia issued an official proclamation honoring it all. Uh, Really, really great um, proclamation. I I was pretty impressed with it, actually. But, um, you know, despite this event... There, Americans don't know anything about this. Uh, in, in fact, uh, even the original cross, uh, you know, the old cross came down, but they put a new cross up. But uh, the new cross is tucked away on a, on a military base and and nobody can see it unless they get special permission. Um, is this because the government doesn't want Americans to, to visit this cross? I don't know. And actually, if you go to the cross, it doesn't even have any information about what it's doing there. You know, it tells you when it was put up and stuff, but it doesn't even say why. Uh, you'd think that'd be kind of important, right? Uh, so I want to read you guys a part of this covenant that uh, Reverend Hunt invoked as these settlers uh, first stepped foot on uh, what eventually would become American soil. This was uh, called Cape Henry. This was uh, the party that eventually settled and, and created Jamestown, but they first landed at Cape Henry. And uh, here's uh, part of the prayer. Um Reverend Hunt said, we do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us. And with these generations, take the kingdom of God to all the earth. May this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as this earth remains. And may this land, along with England, be evangelist to the world. May all who see this cross remember what we have done here. And may those who come here to inhabit join us in this covenant and in this most noble work that the Holy Scriptures may be fulfilled. Uh, So there's a lot there. I mean, this is incredibly historic. Uh, and, And see, I didn't know much about this until just a few years ago. How is it that... Twelve years of government school and less than one percent of Americans know anything about this. How can that be? Uh, Something obviously is going on here, folks. Uh, You know, uh, the uh, the great Chinese military strategist, Sun Tzu, explained something very important in his book, The Art of War. He said, if you don't know yourself and you don't know the enemy, you're going to lose every single battle. Uh, and frankly, that's where we are today as Americans. Uh, we don't know the enemy, right? Your, your average American thinks the enemy is the Democrats or the Republicans or Joe Biden or Tucker Carlson or some, uh, you know, propagandist shill on CNN. Uh, they don't understand that this is part of a much bigger machine, that this is a diabolical operation to destroy our country and to destroy our families and our children and our churches. Um, that's what we're dealing with here. And these are the same forces that are hiding this history from us. Uh, and so I, th- I thought it was interesting that in the prayer may all who see this cross remember what we have done here well you can't go see the cross it's on a military base right you got to get special permission uh why why would such an important landmark be hidden from Americans i submit to you that there is a deliberate agenda uh, and you see the same agenda with the pilgrims you know they, they couldn't hide the pilgrims we all know about the pilgrims right all right, folks, so I'm, I'm going to read to you, you know, th- this is what they're, they're teaching our kids in the government school textbooks. And I've seen this in the government school textbooks. You know, they, they've got this fake version of the Mayflower Compact. And you, and you, like, you can't believe it. Um, and, and in the fake version, it says, uh, having undertaken dot, 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 a voyage to plant ye first colony in ye northern parts of Virginia, like, hmm, having undertaken a voyage. That's interesting. What was in the dot, dot, dot? Well, I'm going to read to you what was in the dot, 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 because it's kind of important if you want to know actually what the Pilgrims were doing and what they were thinking. Uh, so, that you know, the Pilgrims landed just 15 years after these uh, uh, covenant uh, people landed in 1607. They landed in 1621 at Plymouth. Um, and right away, they combined themselves into this body politic. That's where the, the Mayflower Compact comes from. But what was missing— in the government school textbooks. And I'm sure some, you know, fake attorneys, oh, we don't want to be a separation of church and state, you know, first amendment, we got to, can't say, can't say that. Well, here's what was in that little dot, dot, dot that your kids don't get to learn about in public school. It said the purpose of their voyage was, and I'm just going to read the whole thing, including the, uh, the stuff. Here we go. Having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith and the honor of our King and country, A voyage. So what was missing in the dot 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 was the reason they undertook the voyage. And the reason they undertook the voyage, they told us, was for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. It wasn't to come here and and do slave trading. It wasn't to come here and make a bunch of money. It wasn't to come here and hurt Indians. It was for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. Now you'd think that'd be kind of important to teach people in a history book if you want them to know history. Why would you take that out? Right? Why would these deep state controlled publishing companies want to deprive our children of this incredibly significant knowledge, because they they created a a compact and a covenant as well. Uh, and, And actually, they were very open about what they were doing, even though your kids won't read about this. Uh, William Bradford, the uh, pilgrim leader and actually the governor of the colony, uh, he wrote of this great hope and inward zeal that the colonists had of laying some good foundation, or at least to make some way thereunto, for the propagating and advancing the gospel of the kingdom of Christ in those remote parts of the world. Yea, though they should be, but even as stepping stones unto others for the performing of so great a work. Now, that is really important history. And and I don't care where you are, you know, with your religious views. I don't care if you're, you're a Christian or a Muslim or a Buddhist or a Shinto or a pagan. If you're trying to learn the history of America, you cannot learn the history of America without knowing those things. Right. That's the reason the people came here to begin with. Um, and, you know, the 1619 Project to tell you it's all about slavery. It's all about racism. It's all about white supremacy. Total baloney. Total and All you got to do is read the original documents that the deep state doesn't want you to read. Uh, and of course, this continued right in the Declaration of Independence. Our Founding Fathers said this pretty clearly, uh, citing the laws of nature and nature's God. Right, That has a very specific meaning. Uh, one of the people that the Founding Fathers quoted more than anyone else was Sir William Blackstone, and he explained exactly what the laws of nature and nature's God were. This was the, the, the revealed laws of the creator of the heavens and the earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, and in the Declaration of Independence, after listing the grievances, uh, you know, very similar to the things that they're doing today. Right. They've uh, erected all these new offices and they've had hen- they've sent hither swarms of new officers to, to eat of our substance and harass our people. Hmm, that sounds pretty familiar. Uh, and so after listing this big list of grievances that this tyrant was engaged in, they appealed not to the king. They had already done that. They appealed not to the parliament. They had already done that. They appealed not to the judges. They had already done that. They didn't appeal to George Washington or their weapons or their army or the Congress. They appealed, in their words, to the supreme judge of the world, who is the supreme judge of the world. Well, you know, and I know, but your kids don't know because they're not learning this in public schools. Um. You know these views were, were almost universal in the early colony. Yeah, some of the founders, you know, were supposedly deists or whatever. That may or may not be true, but um, the, this religious fervor, this religious sentiment, was almost universal. Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of the colonies were actually based on the biblical model of the old Hebrew republics. Right, that's where they got a lot of these ideas from. They just copy and pasted uh, in the you know the primitive form uh, some of the law books out of the Bible. And to understand just how widespread this was, uh, consider the Articles of Confederation of New England. Uh, these were signed in 1643 a whole bunch of the New England uh, colonies came together. Uh, And this is what they said. They said, we all came into these parts of America with one and the same end and aim, namely to advance the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ and to enjoy the liberties of the gospel in purity with peace. So they all came here. That's what they said. For the same end, and it wasn't slavery, it wasn't white supremacy, it wasn't to make a bunch of money, it wasn't to oppress Indians or anything else. It was to advance the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ and to enjoy the liberties of the gospel in purity with peace. Um, Less than a century after that, we had, of course, the Great Awakening. This is something that your children will not learn anything about in school. Uh, God raised up people like Jonathan Edwards and George Whitefield, uh, set America on fire for God. Uh, many of America's founding fathers were actually children in the pews during this religious revival, and they took it very seriously. Uh, and you know, sometimes people try to say that with those words in the Declaration of Independence, you know, that, that's like deist stuff. No, it's not, right? Um, actually, some of this exact language appeared in the first document that was circulated by Sam Adams through the Committees for of uh, Correspondence in 1772. Uh, the the very first document was called on the Rights of the Colonists, and it said the rights of the colonists as Christians may be best understood by reading and carefully studying the Institutes of the Great Lawgiver. And head of the Christian church, that's Jesus, uh, which are to be found clearly written and promulgated in the New Testament. So these weren't enlightenment ideas, right? These weren't uh, deist ideas. Um, Sam Adams went on to say in this document that uh, these rights included, first, a right to life, second, a right to liberty, third, a right to property, together with the right to defend them. So where did those ideas come from? He just told us, right? They're to be found clearly written and promulgated in the New Testament. Um, And and I think I've shared this before on this program. You know, This is actually exactly what you get out of the Bible. God says government exists to punish evil. God defines murder as evil. Therefore, God has granted you a right to life. And if government has to punish evil and murder is evil, the government must help you defend and uphold your right to life. Same thing with theft. right? Where did you get a right to property from? Why did our founding fathers say you had a God-given right to property? Well, because God said thou shalt not steal, and that government should punish thieves. Therefore, you have a right to property, and the government is bound to help you. Uphold that. So, uh, this event that we had uh, last week in Virginia was really extraordinary. Uh, there was a lot of repentance. Uh, in fact, another uh, contributor for the New American, Zoe Warren, uh, was up there uh, repenting uh, on behalf of America. There was a lot of repentance, and I'll, I'll be putting an article about this uh, in the New American magazine soon. But, uh, Zoe Warren uh, acknowledged that, uh, you know, America deserves judgment, America deserves to be destroyed. So uh, you had uh, others uh, confess, um, you know, the uh, other sins that America has been involved in. Uh, We had uh, Ashley uh, Shuell repented on behalf of America and Americans for the sin of abortion. Uh, Catherine Camp, and I I loved what she had to say, she repented over this uh, education system and what it has done to our children. Actually, that was the topic of my speech there. Um, you know how far we have departed from the the covenants and from the messages of these first settlers and and what they said. Uh, and I believe the reason, as I've shared on on many of these shows, uh, is because we've allowed our children to be indoctrinated in a public school system that is completely antithetical to God. So uh, one of the speakers there repented of that. Uh, you know everybody prayed uh, for the children. They actually had a, sp- a special prayer for the children. Um, it really was uh, a moving. Moving ceremony. Uh, Pastor Travis Witt um, uh, participated in the rededication of America. He actually read the prayer that Reverend Hunt uh, said when they landed. Uh, you had Nancy Schultz, the founder of the Congressional uh, Republican Congre- Congressional Wives Prayer Breakfast. Uh, she said, "You know, my heart is broken for what has happened." To our country. And she said she was going to spend the rest of her days trying to fix it. And God bless her for that. Uh, You know, we need a lot more Americans to do that, folks. The deep state is trying to erase our history. And uh, as Sun Tzu said, you know, without knowing ourselves, which we don't, and without knowing our enemy, we're done. But the good news was, he said, if you do know yourself and you do know your enemy, you're going to win every battle. And so as part of battling against the deep state, we need to prevent these efforts. We need to combat these efforts to uh, completely erase our history. Uh, Dr. John Diamond, uh, who we have had at the New American, he wrote a book on appeal to heaven, and he spoke about this at the event. Uh, He actually urged civil disobedience in cases where uh, human law conflicts with God's law, and uh, he he read an imprecatory prayer and he said we need to do like our founding fathers did. You know they uh, they appealed to the supreme judge of the world, Um, and actually one of the things he put up uh, on the uh, on the projector was the uh, George Washington appeal to heaven flag, Uh, and you know a lot of Americans don't realize that was critical, and and as John Diamond put it. Uh, you know, once you reach the highest human level of appeal, which I guess in the U.S. would be the U.S. Supreme Court, um, if the U.S. Supreme Court rules something crazy, like you can kill babies, well then you gotta appeal it up even higher. You gotta appeal it to heaven. Uh, so just uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, David Barton spoke some on uh, biblical covenants, and Glenn Beck just had a powerful message. Uh, he he actually sounded very optimistic uh, by the end of his speech. He he said, you know, he thinks that something huge is happening here, and that he thinks God is calling him now to give a, a message of hope. Um, And, man, I I hope that um, that, you know, things are turning around. Uh, People are obviously realizing that we've got a problem. Um, We just uh, there was just a poll reported in The Wall Street Journal. uh, Actually, I think it was reported the day that I'm I'm filming this. Um, You know, I thought it was rather depressing, frankly. Uh, The Wall Street Journal report said that uh, the study commissioned by the Springtide Research Institute found that uh, there was a surge in Americans who believe in a higher power. And I thought, oh, that's great news. And then I, I actually looked at the data. The surge was we went from one-fourth of 18- to 25-year-olds believing in a higher power to one-third. So uh, the reason we're in this mess, folks, is because we as uh, Americans, we've been deprived of uh, our history. We've been deprived of the knowledge of God and the scriptures. And, um, yeah, and this is all a deliberate agenda. This is evil. This is, these are evil forces trying to take down our country. And this is a deliberate plan. That's why they won't let your kids read this stuff in school, because if they knew we would be a very different country. Uh, I hope you'll share this out. I hope that you have learned something. I want to thank you for watching. My name is Alex Newman. I am senior editor at The New American Magazine. This is Behind the Deep State. Until next time, thanks for watching and God bless you all. As a lumberjack, my job is pretty straightforward. I see the wood, I chop the wood. We even hear crazy ideas on how kids should learn visit the